Good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode 136 of the Motorcycle Men podcast. I am Ted, and I'm here in the V-Twin Cafe, here in the corner booth. Hey, thanks for tuning in and listening to this show, and of course, we thank you for listening to all of the Motorcycle Men episodes. If you would like to help the show out, you can do so by going to our website at MotorcycleMen.us, and there you can punch that donate button on the homepage if you'd like to help us out with a singular PayPal donation. doesn't matter how much or if it's anything at all. Just we appreciate all your help. Another way you can help us out is with some feedback. Yes, go over to iTunes and give us a rating, good, bad, or indifferent. doesn't matter. Now we look forward to hearing from you. While you're at it, you can also send us an email at motomenpc at gmail.com, or you can go to our contact page on the website and send us a note there. I read all the email, and if it's good enough, we'll uh, read it on the show. All right? Appreciate that. Don't forget to go visit your local Cycle Gear for all your motorcycle needs from clothing to parts. Cycle Gear is your premier one-stop shopping location, and with 136 stores nationwide, you're bound to find a store near you to help you find what you are looking for. You can trust that you'll be receiving a great pricing and top-notch customer care. And if you are in New Jersey, be sure to stop into the Edison store and see Chainsaw Ginny or Sean and tell them that the Motorcycle Men sent you. In fact, go into any cycle gear around the country and tell them the Motorcycle Men podcast sent you, and you're likely to get some funny looks. And also go to CycleGear.com today. For the best in motorcycle jeans, there's only one place you should be going for that, and that is Tobacco Motorwear Company. Dave and the crew over there make motorcycle riding jeans that will outperform that old ratty pair you have wearing and most of other brands available. Not only do they perform well, but they are the best looking and the most comfortable selvage jeans you will ever wear or own. And for further protection and style, get yourself a California riding shirt. Comfortable, safe, and it looks absolutely stunning. I wear a pair of tobacco riding jeans and the California riding shirt each time I ride. They feel good, they look great, and they give me that extra security when riding that I want from my gear. Tobacco Motorwear Company. Visit them at www.tobaccomotorwear.com and tell Dave and the crew that the Motorcycle Men sent you. Use that coupon code MOTORCYCLEMEN when ordering. Now... It's finally spring, and with spring comes much more riding and many more events start to take place as well. There are poker runs, benefit rides, bike shows, swap meets, and of course your bike nights. But the one thing that many of us look forward to are the bike rallies. These multi-day events give us the opportunity to spend quality time with our bikes, get some quality rides in, and quality time with our bike buddies and all those of like-minded cultures. While there is just about a rally in every state in the country, the East Coast is home to four of the major rallies held each year. Daytona Bike Week, Americade, Laconia, and Myrtle Beach Bike Week. Daytona was the first to kick off the season in March, and next up is Myrtle Beach Bike Week. And joining me today to tell us charge of that whole operation, Sonny Copeland. 
Hi, joining me now, all the way from the lovely little town of Somerville. That's correct, right? Somerville? Summerfield. Summerfield, North Carolina. Uh, the owner, chief cook, and bottle washer of the Myrtle Beach Bike Week, uh, Mr. Sonny Copeland. Sonny, welcome to the Motorcycle Men podcast. Yeah, it is a pleasure to be here today. Thank you for having me. I am so glad we finally got to connect. It's been it's been a long, ongoing, month long thing trying to to hook up and get this interview going. Glad you could make it. Well, again, thank you, Ted. I know we've shared several emails and, and uh, played a little phone tag, but it's, it's a pleasure being on your show today. Well, thank you. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and to get the Myrtle Beach Bike Week thing going and just everything, you ride bikes and all that. Tell us about that. Yes, I've rode, uh, I've rode motorcycles my, my entire life. I've worked on them, worked with Harley. I was a tech, in, uh, but I've been in the motorcycle industry, you might say, majority of my life i did a few other things but uh my passion has always been two wheels and, and riding motorcycles and uh and building building bikes and uh and just enjoying the uh everything that goes along with bike weeks and, and the motorcycles well, let me ask you this question when did you first start riding a motorcycle 18 years old about when was that 45 plus years ago <laughs> Awesome. What was your first bike? It was a 450 Honda. I'll never, yeah, I bought a 450 Honda because, you know, in, in the uh, early 70s there, the, the uh, uh, you know, the panheads were popular, the, the uh, Ironhead Sportsters and the Shovelhead was fixing to come out and stuff. And uh, the Hondas were making their appearance in the United States. And uh, But I, I got a 450 Honda at a, at a real reasonable price. And... Rode that thing for a long time. Rode it for a few years and sold that and got a 750 Honda. And then we got into chopping bikes. And uh, from the 750s, uh, I went to a 77 Super Glide and have had a Harley Davidson's ever since. No kidding, a Super Glide. Wow, that was an AMF, wasn't it? Yeah, AMF was on the tank back then. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, that 77 I had, it was, it was a 1200. It was electric and kick. It was an electric kick oh, bike, no and that bike was was smooth. That was one of the more comfortable bikes I've owned of all the many motorcycles I've owned. But I I really enjoyed that one bike, and uh, although I've always enjoyed the bikes I have, but that one's always stuck with me because it was my first Harley. Wow, do you still have it? Oh no, no. It it uh, I sold it decades ago. Sold a '77. Got a got a '81. Got at one time, I owned eight motorcycles at one time. The insurance was killing me. That's like a dream of every motorcyclist to own that kind of that many bikes. I'm 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 living with one, and that's good enough for me right now. I'm down to two, and that's all. I'm uh, you know I'm very happy with the two I have, uh, um, and I don't see myself getting another motorcycle unless I get a three wheeler from Harley. Well, so what do you have right now? I've got I uh, still got my '85 Lowrider that was one of my demos. Kidding? Yep. And uh, set it up out of the crate and uh, put the first miles on it. And I, I, I got it as a demo, and I really liked that motorcycle. That motorcycle, I could make it dance anywhere I wanted to on the highway. And uh, it was just so comfortable, and it responded to me. In, in, you know, A lot of people may know what I'm talking about. Sometimes you get in a vehicle, and it just responds to, to what you want it to do. And Oh, sure, absolutely. Well, that's the way this bike was. And I've got a... Uh, uh, it's also an older bike. It's a 2007 Road King. Oh, you go. That's nice. Road King Classic. It's that Pacific Blue. The color's Pacific okay. Blue. I, I like that. And 
I bought one of them, and me and my wife ride it a lot. But uh, most time, the, uh, the the 85, I just ride by myself because it is souped up. It is a hot rod, and I enjoy I enjoy being a hot rod from time to time, but you can't do it all the time at our age anymore. I understand completely. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Myrtle Beach Bike Week? When did it start? Who started it? Where it began? Well, Bike Week started, uh, the dates we've always heard is 1940. And that's that's what uh, I go by and a lot of other people go by. Some people have a different date. But 1940 was the year it pretty much started. And it, uh, from the rumors and everything that's been told over the decades is that a group of people came down and, and uh, came to, to, the, to the coast, rode the coast, and they made a decision to uh, come back every year at the same time. And they did and told people and more people started coming and it just grew from that. But they, they came up towards North Myrtle Beach and uh, just rode, uh, rode down here. And first one thing led to another, like so many events do. Uh, the Discovery Channel came down years ago when we was big into doing our poker runs. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, Discovery Channel followed me around for three days. And uh, when the darn thing came out and, 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 and a lot of stuff we did, these guys came up and said, can we do this? Because they followed me all over the, all over the Grand Strand. And they said, yeah, can we do this? Can we do that? And while we got this ride, we want to take a picture. Can you get everybody in formation? And I talked to everybody, just like I'm talking to you. I said, this is what we need. We don't need no damn show-offs. We're filming this. We're going to turn here. We're going to do this. We're going to be in formation. And we did this stuff in one take every time. Nice. The Discovery Channel was appalled. They could not believe it. They said, man, I mean... They said, we film stuff for TV, and sometimes we do stuff a half a dozen times before we get something that looks worth a darn. And he said, we're not doing no retakes or nothing on any of this. Get it done, get done, and get out, right? And, you know, I, it made me feel good because they said I, I, was, I was one of the greatest guys I ever worked with as far as doing stuff, trying to get it right, and working so hard to get stuff right the first time. You know, it's Perfect. just what it is. Yeah. But when you're around a lot of people that's having a great time that want to enjoy what they're doing, uh, it makes life so much easier. No kidding. Now, that whole the whole thing is called the Grand Strand, correct? From, yeah, the, the uh, Grand Strand, what people call the Grand Strand, goes from uh, uh, the state line uh, up near okay. Cherry Grove, uh, North Myrtle Beach up there, all the way down to Georgetown, Georgetown, South Carolina which is about 60, 65 miles of the coast. Okay. Uh, that encompasses the towns of uh, uh, Cherry Grove up on the north end, North Myrtle Beach, city of Atlantic mm-hmm. Beach, city of Myrtle Beach, uh, Surfside, Garden City, Murrow's Inlet, and then you go on down to the, uh, th- the uh, third oldest city in the state of South Carolina, which is Georgetown. Okay. Wow. Now that whole thing, now you can expect, so anybody who attends Myrtle Beach Bike Week can expect anything motorcycle related to be happening along this section called the Grand Strand. Only in certain places. With the okay. county, uh, Horry County rules, regulations, you will have some vendors over at uh, uh, Barefoot Landing. Then you have some vendors around the Harley shop and then some of the bars and, and places down in, uh, in Georgetown, uh, Merle's Inlet, uh, and over into Georgetown County, there'll be a few. Now, uh, up in uh, up in up in North Myrtle uh, Beach, Barefoot Landing, Barefoot Landing, that and that is, that's in North Myrtle Beach. Yes, correct? yeah, it's on the edge of North Myrtle Beach up there. That's above uh, uh, US two US twenty two Highway twenty two coming in. It's one of the new roads coming off of five hundred one into the north end that they built several years ago. 
and mm-hmm. it is a fantastic road. There's very there's virtually no stoplights on it. Oh wow! That's... So you got about uh, 30, 35 miles of an open stretch, four lane mm-hmm. highway. The cops do monitor it. It is not a drag strip, although it, I'm sure some people may use it for that at time to time. But it's a gorgeous ride. I mean, it's out in the country. You see some farms and stuff, and uh, you know, along the way. But you're seeing the way the countryside is coming through there. Uh, Barefoot up there is also the home of Alabama Theater, the band Alabama. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, that is the home of Alabama up there, the Alabama no Theater. But uh, Alabama guy, the band got their start down at the Bowery in the city of Myrtle Beach in downtown. But uh, no uh, a lot of know people that. know where the Alabama Theater is. Yeah. And, and a lot of people relate it to bar, Barefoot Landing up there, but that's, the two are the same. They're in, they're in the same location right there. Okay, anyway, getting back to my initial question was, uh, what differs Myrtle Beach Bike Week from the other rallies? In my mind, I say the coast. Uh, you know, at all rallies, you've got vendors set up. You've got, uh, uh, you know, your bars and your stuff, that uh, your, your certain bars that's always going to have an attraction, uh, you know, by the names of what they are. Uh, you know, in Sturgis, Daytona, Myrtle Beach, Laconia, and all of them. But I say the coast, the natural, uh, the natural surroundings down here set it aside from everywhere else because you're riding the coast of, of the uh, Atlantic Beach. Okay. Now, have you been to the, some of these other I've been to Daytona a lot. I've never been out to Sturgis. I've never had a desire to. Just always stayed in the southeast down here. I understand. Did you ever make it up to Americade, which is... Uh, another rally that I've been to. I have been up to where Americade is, but it was not when it was going on. Men and oh, others see, have yeah. rode up that area uh, yeah. and all up through New York and, and the areas, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the summers over the years. But we've never been up to that particular rally. All right. But that is a fantastic so, uh, rally up there. Oh, yeah. Been, like I said, I've been there. This will be my third year heading to that. And this will be my first year headed to Myrtle Beach, actually. So we're going to have some interesting stories to tell, hopefully, when I'm done with that. What kind of attendance are you expecting? Bike Week down here draws, uh, and again, you hear various numbers, but, uh, you know, I'd, I'd say two hundred fifty to 300,000, and that is not in one day. Right. That's throughout the course of the week. That's throughout the course of the week. I've talked to some reporters that's called me, and they said, oh, you get that many people in one day? No. That's over the period of the whole duration, uh, over a 10-day period. 300,000 people in one area, that's a lot of people that influxes into with the existing population that's there and also everybody else on vacation. Wow. That just don't happen. Yeah. What's what's the normal population of that? Uh, Myrtle Beach is around 20,000. Uh, oh, wow. It has grown. <laughs> so. You know, Myrtle Beach is... People think Myrtle Beach is the entire Grand Strand. It's not. Myrtle Beach is it's a not. small area of the Grand Strand, the city of Myrtle right. Beach itself. Uh, and you've got all your other communities and your towns that join, you know, that are back-to-back. Yeah. Uh, for example, going to Surfside to Garden City, it depends on which side the stoplight you're on. At McD- uh, down there, when you get down to the Exxon, is to which town you're in. Uh, and there's, there's towns like that all over the U.S., you know same way and that's a that's a very large area and there's events happening pretty much motorcycle events going on pretty much the entire length there tell us about some some of the things that somebody new like myself to myrtle beach bike week can expect to well see. over the years we've uh, we've gotten emails uh every year we get we get emails uh is there drag racing is there any kind of racing going on at the beach because uh you know in daytona you have the uh the gator nationals up there well, North North Myrtle Beach, uh, North Myrtle Beach Drag Strip, uh, the owners up there contacted me last year, 
uh, a lot has been happening on that track. It's been added on to. Uh, they work in and finishing, and they built a new tower. They built new concession stands. They have built new bathrooms, which are heated and air-conditioned. You have the track itself is concrete mm-hmm. rails now. The new track is concrete rails, and you have your runoff area. You know, and, and the track is one-eighth mile. It's not a quarter-mile track. It's, oh, no kidding. It's one-eighth mile. But the old track is still there. The old track has turned into the extension of the runoff area, uh, and the runoff is so long that Fred Flintstone could, could be speeding and, uh, and drag his feet before he ever got to the, uh, to the end of the drag strip out there. No kidding. And, and so I've never heard of an eighth-mile track. Is that, is that common? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of yeah, that. Yeah, one-eighth-mile tracks is very common. Uh, one-eighth and one-quarter miles majority. One-eighth mile is a lot easier on your equipment than one-quarter mile. Uh, a lot of people call eighth mile tracks up and down track. Okay. You nail it, you, you run it out, and you're off of it. You know, it's it's fast racing. I mean, it's it's the only thing in the world that you see from start to finish the entire race in ten seconds or less. Wow, that's amazing! Yep. I can't wait to see that. Now, as I understand it, speaking of that track, you guys got a lot of things going on there at the track this year. We do. We uh, we put together an event over at uh, for North Myrtle Beach Drag Strip. We are drag racing at North Myrtle Beach. Uh, Wednesday, May 16th, we're, we're opening up. We're not racing the 16th, but we are having a pig picking, uh, meet and greet with the racers that want to come in early. And, and all racers are invited. All motorcycle racers are invited to come participate. And the public, the, uh, the general public is welcomed. We're going to be having a pig picking. The pig is going to be cooked locally. It's not coming from some restaurant. It's going to be cooked right there. Right. Uh, have beans, slaw, you know, and all the fixings with a pig picking. And, uh, and, and your, you know, your normal breads there, of course. You know, and it's just a, a, a kind of a meet and greet, showing the track. People can want to come look, see the track. We've got flyers, and I'm going to email you the flyer. Uh, I have your email, so I'm going to email you a picture of the, of the track itself. All right. The concrete rails and all. Yeah, this is a pretty track. They've done a great job. But uh, Thursday is going to be uh, it's going to be kind of an open track uh, starting off. Uh, anybody that wants to can come over, pay your admission. Thursday is ten dollar admission, and then you pay to to uh, drag race on the track, and you can race against your buddy to see who's got the fastest bike. It's a lot safer than racing on the on the street or going from stoplight to stoplight. You never know who's going to stop in front of you in those situations down here because it's just true. congested. But it is, uh, it is, it is safe racing, and all motorcycles are welcomed. You know, whether you ride a Honda, Indian, Harley Davidson, Triumph, any of them, all motorcycles are welcome to come out. We do have classes set up for drag racing. You know, we're doing Harley Street. So anybody can bring their motorcycle there and just get on the track and, and race. Yeah. Now you do else. have to pass what we call tech. Of course. Uh, tech is a, a very simple, safe. Uh, you know, your motorcycle has to be safe, and you have to have some safety equipment. One is a helmet. To be on a track, you got to wear a helmet. Yes, South Carolina, the state law says 21 and under, you have to wear a helmet. 21 and over, over the age of 21, you do not. It's your personal choice. On the drag strip, I don't care how old you are, you wear a helmet. That's just being safe. Uh, no shorts, no tennis shoes. Uh, just a few common safety things. It's a lot easier to be safe than it is to be in pain and saying, I wish I'd done this. And anybody that's ever been down, you don't want to go down wearing shorts and tennis shoes. Uh, you got no protection at all. 
Uh, what, uh, as far as goes for vendors, you're having vendors at this, uh, at the drag strip? We don't have no vendors at all over there this year. We advertise for vendors, but the county, the county law is for bike week that the county permit to be a vendor at the track. And we're running for three days. The track's going to be open for three days. The permit is $600 and we was going to charge $500 rent, uh, you know, to set up which makes a grand total of $1,100 for three days, and that's just kind of pricey. So yeah. For, uh, yeah. You know, and this is our first time racing over here at this track, but it's not going to be our last. It's a beautiful track. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm looking at pictures of it. It looks like it's, it's a very family-oriented kind of location. It is. It is. It's out in the country, uh, like all your tracks. They were all, they've all been built out in the country. The population has, in a lot of situations, grown to the track. You know, I'm sure a lot of tracks, and and I know in South Carolina here it's like that, where, uh, you know, homes have been built around tracks, and then people start complaining about the noise and all. Well, the track was there long before you were. Right, exactly. If you buy buy a house near a drag strip, except the fact you're going to have noise on the weekends. I agree 100%. uh, You know, and I know some people's going to disagree with that, but, uh, you know, the track was there, and this is how the track owners make their their living, just like the way you make your living or what you do. Right. It's like buying a house near an airport and then complaining about the noise. Yeah, the airport can't pick itself up and move. With, again, getting back to what's things that some people knew to Myrtle Beach Bike Week. And we get a lot of emails on this. Uh, uh, You know, I have people email me, and, and I do answer emails. I do read emails. I don't sit in front of a computer all day long and, and do this. Uh, I'm in and out. Uh, there's a lot of other stuff that I do. But if somebody emails me, I do respond back. It may take a little while, but I do uh, do uh, respond back unless it's something just totally silly. Uh, then I don't. But uh, somebody coming new, the first thing I tell them is, this is your vacation. Stay where you want to stay. If you want to stay oceanfront, Stay oceanfront or ocean view. If you want to stay off the ocean, there's a lot of lodging for both, on the ocean and off the ocean. You know, stay where you're comfortable. Uh, What are you looking for? See if the amenities of what you're looking for is at the location you're looking for. On the website, there's several lodging locations that advertise that are Mm biker-friendly, and uh, they are oceanfront, non-oceanfront. You know, it depends on what you want. And also, if you're looking for something and you want to email me, you're welcome to do so. I'll try to help you all I can. I do not take reservations for lodging. You have to make all your reservations with the motels, hotels, or the condos, wherever you want to stay. I don't handle that for you. You know, anybody wanting to advertise with us, man, we'd love to have you. All right. But a first-time person coming, stay where, you, stay where you'd like to stay. It's your vacation. Right. And, and just be safe. Another thing that you have at all events is, unless you've been around, and I take this from experience of being around tracks and stuff over the years, people don't realize a lot of times how how fast a vehicle running on a on a on a double lane highway. Say say a vehicle's coming at you running fifty five sixty miles an hour, and you're sitting there, and you think, oh, I can beat that car, or I can beat that truck, and you don't make it all the way across. Well, chances are, if you don't make it all the way across, you're gonna get hit. You're gonna get bumped. Take a few extra seconds. Let the traffic pass and be safe. That's the number one thing. Be safe when you're Be safe events. is number one. Mm. I tell everybody, be safe. Take a few extra seconds. Make sure you got a clean road when you pass. Make sure you got enough room when you pull out to merge in the traffic. Don't just because you think, you, you know, if you're on a motorcycle, 
Don't say, oh, well, I'm on a motorcycle. I have the right-of-way. Right. But it may not see you. Of course not. That, that's as, as goes with any kind of motorcycle ride. Anywhere. Yeah. And especially around rallies because there's so many bikes, and, and sometimes tempers do get a little bit short. So take the wow. extra time. You know, be the better person. Take the extra yeah. seconds. Uh, you know, don't create a problem. Uh, what's the what's the locals' response, or how do they react to Murder Beach Bike Week? Do they do they accept it with open arms? Is it something they look forward to? Over the years, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, it brings a lot of money to the area, uh, and the people that come to Bike Week have been coming for decades. I mean, surely every year you have somebody new that comes that's never been. Right. So the majority of the people that come, they've been coming forever. Their parents came. They came as kids. And they're still coming because it's a destination. And people come to Bike Week uh, to ride, to enjoy the Grand Strand, to meet old friends and make new ones. All right. They come for the theaters. They come for the attractions. Uh, they come and make, you know, they stay two or three, four days. Some people stay for a week. But every day you can do something different every day and have a great time. You, well, you can example. go to Austin. To the to the uh, you can see the submarine down there, the Hundley. You can go to the to the uh, ports down in Charleston where the, the ships are docked and all. And a lot of people ride up to Wilmington to see the USS North Carolina uh, based up there. And it's a beautiful ride either way. And both of them's all day trips. I, well, I have a question. Like in downtown Myrtle Beach, can people expect to see motorcycles? lining the main drag like you would see down in Daytona or in Sturgis. Would, would, can people expect to see something like that? No. Okay. No. Uh, and, and if I may say this, downtown Myrtle Beach has been transformed uh, over the decades. What used to be when I was a teenager and a lot of other people we called the main drag, we'd go down there and cruise up and down Strip. Uh, you had a four-lane highway. Mm -hmm. Well, that poor four-lane four -lane highway has been... Uh, modified to beautification to downtown Myrtle Beach. Okay. You now have trees and seating areas in the center of the, the some of the sections of the road down through there where it goes from four lanes down to two lanes back open. And also, the whole downtown area has changed. Uh, a lot of the motels, hotels that we stayed in as teenagers back in the 60s and 70s, are, you know, some of them's just not there now. You know, the whole area has changed. 17 uh, Business, which goes up by Broadway at the beach, on up to, towards Barefoot Landing in, in north and south, and then you got 17 bypass over there, and then you got high, uh, uh, US 32, which we call the bypass on the bypass on the other side of the waterway, and it's like 22. It's open road. But uh, getting downtown, you have a lot of stoplights now. You have a All lot right. of parking meters. So not motorcycle-friendly. Well, it's as motorcycle-friendly as is, is the same as the cars, trucks, and everything else. There, yeah, oh, you know, yeah. everybody's treated the same. But it's just so congested. Uh, oh, okay. Me, sometimes it's kind of like trying to go downtown New York. Yeah. You know, you have a lot of congestion. Yeah. And then there's other times downtown New York, you could fly through there and not even stop. Maybe not now, but several years ago. Wow. All right, so that's yeah, a place to avoid, basically. Well, a lot of people go down through there for memory lane and see this. The Gay Dolphin is still down there. The big shopping uh, area that's been down there since father time. Uh, the Bowery, where uh, Alabama Theater started, is still in existence down there. Mm -hmm. uh, they have built a, uh, the city of Myrtle Beach built a big, uh, I call it the big Ferris wheel, that uh, takes you way up into the air where you can see all of the Grand Strand or a lot of the Grand Strand up and down through there. It's, you know, it's an area where you can go and, you know, you got to pay to park, though. But, uh, yeah. 
you know, it is an attraction. That's the Myrtle Beach uh, Sky Wheel. Yeah, yeah, I call that the, the big Ferris wheel. So some of the things that we can see down here, so you got Ripley's Believe It or Not downtown. Uh, you got Family Kingdom Amusement Park, plenty of adventure golf places. And, of course, you always got the Super Walmart, if that's your thing. There's Walmarts all over the place down here, and all of them are busy. <laughs> uh, the Walmarts, a lot of the Walmarts have got gas and diesel fuel. Okay. Uh, and they got it at a great price. I think every I think everybody's now pretty much born with a Walmart card, and uh, so you go to Walmart, and uh, you know you can get uh, buy gasoline there at a very reasonable price, uh, and also anything else you're looking for. But Walmart's are there's there's quite a few Walmart's down here. There's Sam's Clubs, and and speaking of attractions, you know I mentioned Alabama Theater earlier. You got uh, the Carolina Opry, which is near Alabama Theater. It's about uh, six seven miles south. Uh, the Carolina Opry, and, and right beside the Carolina Opry is the Pirates Voyage. Uh, the Pirates Voyage are right there. The Pirates Theme Park and all right there. And then you got Legends down there by Broadway at the Beach. You got the Legends down there, uh, Legends Theater. And then off 501 down there, you got uh, Medieval Times, which is a great theater. It's it's a castle. This is a yeah. castle that, uh, and it's, it's the medieval era. That's what the theme is. Yeah, we have a couple of those up here in New Jersey, too. And, you know, they got great food. They got great food, food. They got a great show, and they got plenty of free parking over there. So there's no loss of things to do there, that's for sure. Oh, yes, yes. There's a lot of things to do. You have uh, the vending areas that make great rides. And just going to the waterfront in Georgetown, just go down to the city of Georgetown, go to the waterfront where some of the pirates uh, it's been, uh, you know, they've talked about the pirates came in and docked right there, uh, wow. unloaded, loaded, and went back out. And you can also have lunch on the water in Georgetown. A lot of your restaurants have uh, have seating on the on the waterway, so you literally sit outside with the water, the waves coming in and out under you. Now, see, you're making me wish I had brought my motorcycle with on this trip. Well, there's plenty. There's, there's a lot of parking in, in Georgetown down there for this. And also, you have your peers in Myrtle Beach. There is just so much to do when you come to Bike Week. You know, with not only the Bike Week attractions, mm-hmm. but, you know, where the vendors are and, and stuff like this, but there's just so much on the Grand Strand itself. And for the golfers, my God, let's not forget all the up in hundred golf courses. Can't forget the golfers. <laughs> are you are you a golfer? You know, there's golf courses on every block. Uh, sometimes it seems like, but they're not. I mean. And there's some great golf courses down here for the ones that want to come and golf and ride and have a great time doing that, too. I, I never imagined golfing and riding a motorcycle in the same sentence. Years ago, we had a fella come down, and I thought this guy was going to lose his behind. You know, I, I thought to myself, there is no way this guy's going to make a dime. What he sold was golf bags that bolted on behind a motorcycle. <laughs> I just think that's funny. And the guy come up to me, he was set up for four days. And he come up to me and he said, Sonny, I'm going to uh, leave tomorrow. Uh, and, you know, the first thing I thought in my mind was, he is he's upset. He didn't seem like he was upset, but he's upset. He's being nice. I said, well, we, I was hoping you would do well. He said, man, I've done great. He said, well, I sold everything we brought. We've taken orders. We're going to be busy for the next three months producing the stuff and shipping it out. He said, I'm going to go to the beach and enjoy myself tomorrow. Man, you can't argue with that. <laughs> wow. That kind of hurts the hurts the, the stereotype a little bit. <laughs> you know, I had no idea. I had no idea either. You, do you play golf? No, I don't. I hit some golf balls once in a while, and uh, but I do not uh, play golf. I don't claim to play golf. 
So you're not getting one of those bags then? I can hit a golf ball, but there's also no guarantee where it might go. But I can hit that golf ball. Yeah. So speaking speaking of vendors, uh, why don't you tell us about some of the vendors that will be at the event this year and where everybody can find them? Well, Barefoot Landing up there has always had an array of vendors. Uh, Kiriakin has always been up there along with a lot of the others. You have a lot of uh, you don't have a lot of the national vendors coming to Bike Week down here anymore. You still have some, but not a tremendous amount. For one thing or another, the economy has slowed a lot of them from coming out the way they did back in, in uh, from 2000 to 2018. You know, we're hoping the economy's picking up. I think we're seeing a little signs of it now, and I think things are going to improve. But Kiriakin's always been up there. Your pins, you know, they've always had pinstripers up there. You know, your shocks, your saddlebags, you know, a lot of variety of shopping. Your jewelry people has always been around different types of jewelry manufacturers, you know, for the women and for the men. So it's it's basically the same stuff you see in Daytona, Laconia, everywhere. There'll be vendors, like I say, up at Barefoot Landing. There'll be some vendors around the Harley Shop in Surfside down in Merle's Inlet, down at the bars down there. Uh, when you cross into Georgetown County, the bulk of the vendors, the small vendors, will be over in Georgetown County in Merle's Inlet down there because they don't have to have the Horry County permit. They, they have a, right. a permit, but it's not near as expensive as what Horry County is and a lot less restrictions and all, you might say. So in uh, a lot of the vendors, uh, but when you're in Merle's Inlet, you're going to have to pay to park. There is some free parking, but it fills up quick. So expect to pay to park in Merle's Inlet down there, wherever you go. All right. So up in uh, North Myrtle Beach at the Barefoot Landing, there's going to be some. Where's there's going to be a large amount of vendors there, and then down in Merle's Inlet, where in Merle's Inlet are they going to be? When you turn into Merle's Inlet off 17 Business, the first thing you're going to see is uh, a bar called SBB. Uh, SBB is on your left, coming in. And there's a, uh, there'll be a few vendors at the Exxon service station right there on the right. It is congested. There is no parking per se. So you're going to have to go below all this to park. There is some parking until it fills up beside of SBB, but it okay. will fill up fast. It always does. Then the other bar down there in Merle's Inlet is, is the Beaver Bar. Uh, the Beaver Bar will have a lot of vendors around it. Uh, no parking. So you got to pay to park when you're in that area down there. And there'll also be some vendors across the road from the Beaver Bar over at the old Shell station, we call it, because I used to buy Shell gas there. Uh, it, it went out of business several year, years ago. There's a car wash right there beside that, and there'll be some vendors in the bays and stuff right there. And there'll be uh, quite a few cops directing traffic, which, you know, that's normal. You see it at all your rallies. Yeah, I can expect that. So anybody wants to start hollering, well, the cops are everywhere, they're directing traffic. Then you see it in Daytona, you see it in Sturgis, uh, you see it everywhere like that. So for people who are looking for uh, motorcycle dealerships, uh, what do we got down in that area? You got the Harley shop out uh, on 17, 17 Business and Surfside right there. You got uh, the Honda shop out on 501, Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, and all that's out there on 501. The other side of uh, uh, 31 out there mm-hmm. uh, coming in. It's near the speedway out there. And you got uh, the Indian dealership, which is in Georgetown County, uh, off of 17 Business after you cross into Georgetown County. But you have to stay on 17 Business to get to it. And that's the ones that really stick out to me. 
you've got a lot of places around where you can rent scooters if you want to, and also golf carts. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Now, do, they, do they allow golf carts on the sh- uh, streets in that area? I would say so. I'd say yes in, in limited areas, I think. And yet, you'd have to call the state to make sure. You'd have to call oh, somebody okay. smarter than me to know, know about this because I don't. I don't. Uh, uh, when I'm down, I'm either in in my trucks or on a bike. So, you know, I've never been on a golf cart. Are you taking a bike down here this year? I'm seriously considering it, but with all the running we're going to be doing, being up the drag strip and everything, you know, this is business for me. When am I going to have time to ride? Oh, yeah. That's just true. There you go. You always got to make time to ride, though, right? Well, you got the rest of the year. This is true. <laughs> so you got to make hay when the sun shines. This is true. Yes, I agree. Uh, there are going to be organized rides scheduled for the rally. And what kind of rides can we expect if there are any? Some of the bars uh, in the past, I haven't heard of anything yet. Uh, but some of the bars in the past, they always come up with a uh, uh, a ride uh, going, uh, I call it a bar-to-bar run. Uh, but there are some rides in the past. We used to do the, uh, we used to do a, a big uh, ride every day. But, you know, as things have changed and, uh, you know, I don't do it anymore. We're looking to do it in nineteen. You know, if we can get some help, that's another thing. Getting help is a major headache anymore, too. Really? You know, we're advertising for uh, in a bikini bike show contest at the drag strip because what we're looking for is is women that want to uh, wear the T-shirts and be in victory lane, you know, just like NASCAR has, except, you know, they're wearing the racing suits and all. Some some women there to, for the photo shoots and everything, but the winners of all the races at the drag strip. So that's why we're having a bikini swimsuit contest during the pig picking. Oh, there you go. And the applications are online. It's free to enter, you know, for anybody that would like to do that. But getting back to the rides, there are, there have always been a few around. You always hear about them at last minute. Right. And most of them, some bar has one going from here, there to there. But uh, as far as a nationally televised ride uh, or a nationally promoted ride, you don't hear much of that anymore since we quit doing them several years ago. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it got to the point where some a lot of my rides were so big that, uh, and we always tried to to use a restaurant to uh, our last stop would always be a restaurant. Okay. And the restaurant started turning us down because they didn't have the uh, they just didn't have the help. Oh, no kidding! So it'd be so many riders that uh, they couldn't serve you all. Yeah, you come here with three hundred people. Uh, restaurants don't, uh, you know, a small restaurant can't hold that. Uh, you, you, would, you would think that for Myrtle Beach Bike Week that they would prepare for things like that. Getting help is a major headache everywhere now. That's crazy. Trying to find people to work is a major headache everywhere. Now, do you have a lot of volunteers that work uh, Myrtle Beach Bike Week? No. Really? No kidding? No. No. Uh, I've said for years there is a sign on 501 when you come into town that everybody in the world can see except me that says everything should be free for Bike Week. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, no. Uh, motels are not free. The restaurants are not free. And But now people can save money. If you watch, uh, you know, if you, you can get coupons around in places. But the easiest way to save money is to, uh, there's a fellow out there that puts out a uh, Myrtle Beach VIP card. And it's on our website that you can buy for 20 bucks. And if you're down for three or four days, you save more than 20 bucks if you go out to the restaurants and places that's on that site. That okay. the, uh, the restaurants sign up. And it's absolutely free for a restaurant to sign up and be promoted. All he asked is that you give a discount to, the, to your customers with the card. Okay. And you get buy one, get one, 50% off. Buy one, get free appetizer. Uh, at certain times, I've seen two-for-one deals. 
So it's, you know, the card works. I have one, and I use the darn thing. It works. I'm going to have to get me one then. Yeah, it, uh, it's, it's a year-round card. You've got no coupons to cut out or anything. And if there's a location listed on there, mm-hmm. and you go to it, and you go to check out or something, and somebody says, oh, we don't accept this, call the manager. Ask for the manager. No kidding. All right. That's good to know. Because what, what has happened, and I've seen this over the years, is people are continuously switching jobs. So you may have somebody new on the register that's never seen this card, and they don't know about it. So instead of blowing up and saying it's a fake, ask for the manager. The manager will know, and you will get your discount. Good, Very good suggestion. Yeah. I mean, just use a little common sense. It's posted. The company signed up themselves. You have to, You have to. from what I understand, the, the businesses have to register themselves. They offer a discount, mm-hmm. and the discount's good for a year. All right, there you go. And if you use the card and you eat there today, you come back five hours later, four hours later, want to eat again, you still get your discount again. Right. Come the next day, you get it. There's no limit on how many times you can go to a restaurant or Anything else? It's one card per person, correct? The card, in a lot of situations, the card, and this is up to each business, that the card holder can uh, say there's four people with them, then all four people get the discount. Oh, okay. Or two people. Uh, You know, it's it's structured. Each business has their own promotion. I see. Yep. It's it's what each business wants to do. It saves you money, whether it's bike week, year-round, or whatever. Getting back to bike week, like I say, people come to ride. People come to enjoy this beautiful beach. Uh, there is only one Grand Strand. Wow. You have the beautiful beaches of Daytona, mm-hmm. and they're different from the coast of South Carolina. And where can everybody get their uh, bike week merchandise? Is that only purchased online, or is it going to be at uh, some of the vendor locations? Right now, we got no vendors wanting to sell it because uh, a lot of them come in with their. You have a lot of vendors come in with their own brand name stuff. A lot of businesses. Right. Uh, we will have some. We will have stuff at the drag strip. Good. Uh, one one location that uh, is new this year. This is a tiki bar. A guy named K9 is running this. He just bought it. He bought a. Uh, it's called Salty Spokes. And he said Edgewater Inn in North Myrtle Beach. And uh, he's going to be a tiki bar and cigar bar. And he is contacting me wanting to sell our merchandise, and we're going to put merchandise up there for him. And you can see the merchandise online, the official event pins for Bike Week this year, T-shirts, and we got some more T-shirts coming. But uh, we are going to have stuff at the drag strip uh, over at the Greek Orthodox Church where we're doing trailer parking, and we're trying to get it into some other locations. But uh, it's hard to get, you know, merchandise around in places. What about the camping? What about the people who might want to camp instead of staying in a fancy hotel? Well, we have the uh, we have the average motels down here, mm-hmm. reasonable. We we do have the the holiday, uh, the uh, Red Roofs Inn, uh, the best, you know, your smaller motel chains, and also your four stars like the Sheraton and everything else. But as far as camping, if you want to ride your motorcycle to your campsite. I recommend Lakewood Campgrounds. All right. That's uh, that's where 544 comes into 501. Okay. I mean, uh, 544 comes into 17 Business. I'm sorry. Uh, Lakewood, you can ride your motorcycle to your campsite up to a certain time at night. All right. And then after that certain time, you have to push it or leave it in a, in a secure area. Okay. You know, show some respect to the people sleeping uh, the other campers that's there, you know, just because it's bike week, not everybody in this huge campground is going to be there for bike, uh, you know, didn't come down for bike week. Some of them live there year-round also. Ah, yeah. Uh, it is oceanfront. 
They do have their entertainment oceanfront out there. I see. They do have their own restaurant and everything out there in Lakewood. Uh, there are other campgrounds, but Lakewood is the only campground on the Grand Strand that, that supports Myrtle Beach Bike Week. Oh, there you go. Uh, like, but like I say, there's a lot of others. We got KOA, we got uh, Ocean Lakes, we got Cherokee. There's a lot of other campgrounds around. Oh, good. So, so people have great options between hotels and campgrounds. There. You you have a lot of options, and I'm talking about from North Myrtle Beach all the way down into Georgetown. Huntington Beach State Park is a beautiful campground. It's in Georgetown. The uh, Myrtle Beach State Park, which is near the Harley dealership, that's a beautiful campground. So so there's a lot of camping areas around the Grand Strand to stay at if you want to come and camp. Perfect. You know, some have primitive camping, you know, sure. tent camping. Uh, but the majority, almost everybody has RV camping, toy hauler camping, whatever you want to call it. It's good to know. But, um, you know, there is just so much to do. And the week, you know, even though you're extremely busy and stuff, the week flies by. You don't have to tell me, every time I've ever gone to a rally, the week just zips right on by. Oh, it does. And and I have, I have people ask me, is it going to rain? <laughs> I was just about to ask you, what's the weather usually like during bike week? The weather during bike week, you're going to get sunburned. Oh, really? It gets up to into the 90s, into the 80s. It Sometimes you you need a jacket at night. It may get down into the 50s and 60s. But And if you if you got a sunburn, it's going to feel cold. See, I would have never imagined it gets that warm in May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, it's a 10-day run. You think about it, where you live. Within 10 days, there's a good chance it's going to rain one of those days. You're going to get a thunderstorm. You're going to get some rain within those 10 days some point in time. Right. So don't don't be surprised if it rains. You know, that's Mother Nature. Yeah. It ain't because it's bike week. It ain't because you're down here. It's just the way things are. That's it. It's just the way it is. So when somebody comes down there, where is the one place? Because a lot of people like the bike watch. They like to just look at the bikes that other people have. Where can people expect to see the largest collection of bikes in one place? At the shopping location, Barefoot Landing, uh, Barefoot Landing, the, where the bikes park at. Uh, you always see people walking around and taking pictures, you know, just like they do in everywhere. Your your big congreg- congregation of your bikes is going to be at, uh, uh, you know, around the vendors where people park their bikes and wander around and people look at their bikes. You know, that's just part of the bike week scene. Oh, sure. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people want to see other people's bikes because they may have a bike like it or similar. And they say, well, I want to see what this piece of chrome looks like on here. I want to see what this looks like. Who's got what? And they go back to their dealerships or their local bike shops, and that's what they want to buy. So Barefoot Landing is the place to be pretty much. Barefoot is one of the places that's that's a good place to go. Merle's Inlet is probably going to be the busiest and also, if you want trailer parking and if you want tires and stuff, the uh, the Greek Orthodox Church, where we're we're helping them out, we're helping the church out, trying to get trailer parking over there. But John is going to be over there also. Uh, John with Dunlop. All right. Uh, he's got a Dunlop rig, and he works on bikes. He puts on tires, accessories, uh, batteries, brakes. He does all of that. And where's the the church located? The church is near Broadway at the beach. Give me one second, and I'll pull that address up. I should have it memorized <laughs> by now, but I don't. It's St. John the Baptist Greek Orthodox Church. It's at 3301 33rd Avenue, Extension North, and that's in Myrtle Beach. And it's, it's 45. If you're standing at Broadway at the beach, you look west, hold your arm out on 45 degrees, that great big white building with a cross on top, that's the church. There you go. 
But they got a lot of room for trailer parking, and a lot of people do bring yeah. bikes down in trailers, and 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 that's great because here's the thing about it: when you ride down, you can only tie so much on that bike to go home. This is true. If and a lot of people come down, the women love to shop. <laughs> no, stop. They go to the Tanger outlets. They go to Bass Pro Shops up there where that big shopping mall is. Right. They go to the uh, the outlets. They shop at the WalMarts. The WalMarts down here has got merchandise that most other WalMarts don't have. They cater to the coast. Perfect. And and the women and people come to shop, and they have a way of hauling it back. Oh, there you go. My wife has uh, has put stuff in the trailer over the years. You know, a lot of people do that. You can get a lot of good deals down here at times. I can imagine. Yeah, and also you got your Sam's if you're looking to. uh, you got a condo, and you're looking to go and and buy in uh, at discounts. You got your Sam's, your Costco's down here. You know, you warehouses where you can go over and shop. Sure. And, you know, your Sam's card and Costco card's good anywhere you go. So we're not out in the boonies. We have everything that your local hometown has. So I'll tell you uh, one more thing is uh, what's the most unusual thing you've seen at Myrtle Beach Bike Week? Well, I've seen over the decades, I've seen a lot of stuff in it, to me, it's not unusual because you see it a lot of other rallies, too. And, you know, you see it when bikes are around and all. you talking about what, and now let me ask you, are you talking about what people do on the highway or just unusual bikes or what? Yeah, all of it. Okay, unusual bikes, one that sticks out to me is, I called it the trash bike. It was made up of different parts, had stuff hung all over it, and it run. It was an old panhead, and it was an attraction. And you used to see it around for a lot of years. It was an older gentleman that run, uh, rode that bike. And he rode it around, and when he stopped, uh, people took pictures of it and all. Another one was called the, uh, I called it the dragon bike. It had a, uh, it looked like a baby dragon. Wow. You sat inside of him. You was his belly. But, you know, and, and but you know, you had the dragon around you and all. And that was unique. It was unusual. But every year you have unusual bikes, unique bikes. I'll tell you the silliest, the stupidest thing I ever saw. I was talking to some vendors at, at a location, uh, about five or six years ago, and it was a, a dresser that was that was thumping pretty good. He had a good sound to him, and a chopper pulled up beside him. He was really banging it off. And there was a state highway patrolman, plainly marked, sitting behind him. And a car pulled up beside the state highway patrolman over there. And the, you know, there's a stoplight sitting there, and car other vehicles come in behind. Well, these two got to revving the heck out of their motors. You know, just raising cane, revving their motors and all. Well, the light changed, and it was just like a tree. When that light turned green, both of them nailed it and took off. They had it. They had the ears pulled back. The state highway patrolman sat there. So did everybody else. They did. They did a good, strong eighth-mile run because there was no vehicles in front of them. And the state highway patrolman turned on his lights and he eased off and went on down the road towards them. The thing about it was, they wasn't going too far because you got down near the Harley shop down there. The traffic was stopped. Right. I mean, it was bump, bumper. And he called ahead and. and uh, I heard that they pulled them. They just stood out in the road and motioned them to pull over, and they pulled them over. So he, they, he just basically just let them have their fun. Yeah, but they literally was drag racing. They they took off the line like at the drag strip. Yeah, we're not promoting that. No, no, no. <laughs> but they they lit them up, man. When they took off that dress, that dresser was thumping. Uh, yeah, boy, that they they. Uh, I'd love to have both of them at the drag strip. Be honest with you, but. Uh, and if I may say a couple things on the drag strip, I know we've been talking a long time, but uh, we're we're excited about coming over to the drag strip over there. This is our first time being there. Yeah, they've done a tremendous amount of work at this drag strip, and this drag strip's been. 
But we're doing uh, Harley drags, you know, street stock. Uh, we say street stock. It has to look like a Harley. Okay. We're doing Indian motorcycle drags. It has to look like an Indian motorcycle. All of them's welcomed. It can be souped up. It can be stock. We're running ET. Uh, we're also doing a uh, showdown, Harley versus Indian. Anybody that wants to come out and drag race, there is a fee. You do have to pass tech, mm-hmm. which is simple. It's just simple safety. Right. We're not running for points. Uh, we're also doing King of the Beach. King of the Beach, we're going to be giving a, a belt. Uh, best way I can describe it is you take a, uh, a wrestling belt, say the World Wrestling Federation belt. Sure, yes. It's not going to be gold, and it's not going to be gold, silver, and the jewelry and all this stuff in it. This is going to be... Uh, a very reasonable, but it's similar to that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a king of the beach belt. It's your belt. Whoever wins king of the beach, as you get the belt, you get the uh, the glory and everything else, and you also get your picture taken for the calendar we're shooting. Okay. And Jason Taylor is the sponsor of King of the Beast, uh, the law offices of Jason Taylor, and he, he I hope he's over there. Uh, we're doing street et. We're doing bagger drags. That's why I say I'd, I'd love to have the guy that was racing the bagger at the stoplight. Come over there. You ain't going to get a ticket to on this. He might win because that boy was running. We're doing Pro Street, uh, Pro Dragster. We're doing a Quick 8. Quick 8 is the, uh, what we're calling Quick 8 is the winners, runner-ups, and anybody that wants to be in it from all the classes. See who the quickest 8 is. But uh, it's all about having a good time at the track, you know, for this weekend. And this is something we're going to continue doing for years to come. Perfect. The track is absolutely gorgeous. I'm looking forward to it. And if you like motorcycle drag racing, you want to do it legal, you and your buddies want to come over and race on Thursday, Friday, it depends. We, it depends on how many racers come in. If we, you know, open up the track for everybody because the track, it, the track is going to be prepped. Mm-hmm. There is none of this uh, running on the track without it being prepped. Right. Not with motorcycles. Cars, you can do it. Motorcycles, I wouldn't touch it. Right. It's all about safety. Safety comes first. Certainly. Bragging rights come second. Well, what else is going on at the drag strip uh, prior to the uh, that Thursday? Uh, that Wednesday, like I said, we got a pig picking going on Wednesday afternoon. Right. we got uh, meet and greet with people that want to come out to dra- the racers early or anybody wants to come out. Any celebrities are welcome to come over. Uh, we're also doing, like I said, the bikini swimsuit contest. I just didn't know what else to call it. You know, trying to get uh, uh, women that uh, want to be part of the drag racing uh not only here, but possibly other locations, sure. to uh, to be in the winner circle with the winners right. uh, and be photographed with the winners for the uh, the calendar. We're shooting a calendar for the drag racing. We're going to try to shoot a calendar. We've got enough uh, classes and enough stuff going on. Where we, we should have more than enough pictures to produce a calendar about drag racing at the beach. How can people find out more about Myrtle Beach Bike Week? Go to MyrtleBeachBikeWeek.com. All right, and everything they need to know is there. We have a lot of stuff up. We are adding stuff continuously. We're going to be adding stuff uh, for the racers and stuff that's coming up this week. We do have uh, some other stuff coming. We've got, we got several things we're putting up. The thing is, we don't never put anything up till we get permission from somebody to put up their information. Understood, yes. You know, because we want to try to get things as accurate as we can. Right. And, you know, somebody, you know, I've had people contact me and say, well, why don't you put this up? Well, tell the people to contact us, give us permission, tell us what they're doing. We'll be happy to post it. Perfect. You know, yeah. we put up a band page. I see because that. Because we had some bands contact me. Sonny, can, can we advertise on here? What, what do we need? Well, we put up a band page. And we had a few bands contact us, but 
not a tremendous amount. I should have called you a couple months ago about getting my band to come down and play. Hey, contact the bars. All the bands are pretty much playing at the bars now. And, I, you know, I don't know if the bars are booked out. I don't get into their band business or anything. Mm-hmm. That's their business, a lot of this stuff. You know, we're happy to promote it. You know, people that come to Bike Week want to know what's going on. And some of the locations have got the mentality that you want to know what we're doing Bike Week, come by and look. So tell us about some of the other rallies. You have the you have the Fall Rally, Mackey Valley Spring Rally, the Indian Motorcycle Rally. Tell us a little bit about those. Okay, the Fall Rally at Myrtle Beach is, is nowhere near as big as the Spring. Uh, we are going to be drag racing. We are going to probably be changing some of the classes for the motorcycle drag racing mm-hmm. in the fall. One thing we are going to keep is we are going to keep the Harleys, the Indians, and the King of the Beach. Well, we will always have it at, uh, for the for the races mm-hmm. for Bike Week. I mean, it's hard to do a King of the Beach when you're in the uh, mountains, yeah. you know. <laughs> but uh, uh, you mentioned the uh, the Maggie Valley Spring Rally. That's Memorial Day weekend. And, uh, you know, that's always been a good one for us. You know, we always have people that want to contact us about, you know, we want to bring this into your event. We want to add this to it. We want to do this. We want to do that. we got a mechanical bull coming. I just got uh, confirmation this week that a mechanical bull is wanting to come and that uh, they're going to be set up. Uh, and I've seen this mechanical bull. It's a, it's a super, super nice mechanical bull. And the guy runs it. Uh, he don't try to hurt people and sling people off. He wants you to enjoy riding the bull. Uh and, the, and the, the kids to senior citizens can ride this bull and be safe on it because he don't, you know, he knows what to do. But, uh, and, you know, the spring rally was also a Mopar show. We got uh, several bike shows. Uh, we're doing an all-female bike show. We're doing a bagger bike show, an open bike show. We're doing a, even doing a trike show. We're doing a trike show up there. It's open to all trikes. Wow. You know, a lot of this stuff you just don't see everywhere, especially in one thing. So we just try to throw it all in the same package. And, uh, you know, hopefully we got something for everybody. It sounds like you do. I look forward to being there. And when I get down there, I will definitely give you a call. I want you to. Uh, you, you got my cell phone. You look me up. I'd love to take you over to the drag strip. I understand you and your wife is coming down. That is correct, sir. i tell you what. I'm going to make you an offer. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to make you an offer. If you go to MyrtleBeachBikeWeek.com, Right. And this fellow contacted me last year about this, and I wasn't sure exactly what was going to happen, but he contacted me about 30 days before the start of Bike Week. And we put this together with him real quick. It was basically his ideas. We kind of coordinated it with him. Limo rides. I see that, the limo shuttle rides, yes. Yes, this is absolutely free. All we asked is, all he's ever asked is that you tip the, uh, tip the driver. Okay. Now, this is not a new current limo. It's an older limo that's in great shape. The interior's leather. It's fantastic. But you give me a call, I'll set it up with Limo Scott, and his phone number's on the website here mm-hmm. and all his info. But I'll set it up with Limo for him to come and pick you up. And, and, and if I have time, we'll get together. If not, Limo can take you to some places you want to go. Perfect. And, and enjoy Bike Week cruising around in that daggum limo <laughs> that'd be very nice awesome i'll look forward to it yeah like i say uh you know have you ever seen a used limo on a car lot uh no i actually have not no i haven't neither but this one's been taken out of uh you know used for a, a professional limo and uh but he's still getting some use out of it offering this service why not so if anybody coming down to bike week and they're going out to a to a wonderful meal and want to go out and maybe have a few drinks 
Now, he don't sit there till you get ready to leave because he's got a lot of other people wanting to use the service also. But he will give you a time, and y'all work out a time to be picked up and a time to pick you up to take you back. I'll make sure I'll, I'll, I get involved with that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, Limo's a great guy, uh, and this went over well last year. It surprised me. It oh, really good. did at the people that used it. Uh, and, and almost everybody that used it, from what I understand, had never ridden in a limbo, never been chauffeured around like this. I mean, he opens the door for you and, and, and all this stuff, just like a, you know, he, he's a professional limo driver. But um, if anybody's got any questions, is it okay to put my phone number out there? Absolutely. Absolutely. If anybody's got any questions about Bike Week, uh, you know, you're welcome to give me a call. The office here is 336 336- Six four three one three six seven, and uh, my direct email is sunny s o n n y at myrtlebeachbikeweek dot com, and also the website myrtlebeachbikeweek dot com. But uh, you know, if you got questions, and, and uh, you know, we'll try to help you out, point you in a good direction uh, if we can. We want everybody to come. Well, we want everybody to have a good time and be safe when they come to Bike Week. Sonny, I want to thank you very much for joining me here on the Motorcycle Men Podcast, and I will see you next month. At Bike Week. I have enjoyed it, Ted. If you have any questions in the future or anybody, please give me a call. Ted, I look forward to seeing you next month. Thank you, sir. Take care. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this episode 136 with my guest, Sonny Copeland of Myrtle Beach Bike Week. So go on over to www.myrtlebeachbikeweek.com to learn more about this rally and sign up. Come on down. Links to the rally will be in the show notes and on the Motorcycle Man website. I will be at Myrtle Beach Bike Week, and you will be able to catch me down at the drag strip for the meet and greet day. I'll be there. All right. We also have uh, YouTube. Go over to our YouTube uh, channel and uh, check out the Motorcycle Men channel. We got some videos up there. Got some new stuff. We got the part one of the Centrally ride up there. So check that out. And don't forget to get over to our Facebook page. That's Motorcycle Men Podcast on Facebook. Like that page and send us a little note and get involved with our stupid conversations that we have once in a while. All right. We'll be back in the V-Twin Cafe next week. And we got some big news and some big changes happening. Now for the big news and the big change. Uh, First of all, starting next week, our shows will now be recorded on Mondays. So you'll be able to get the shows a lot earlier in the week. And our shows are going to be shorter. That's right. Uh, Our two-hour shows are going to be a thing of the past. And... The Motorcycle Men Podcast would like to welcome Justin Shoes Brown as he joins us in the corner booth as our new permanent and fourth member of the show. Justin, as you know, has been on the show a number of times and he, as a guest, and he's great. We, he, we, I felt he was a perfect fit, so I invited him to be a part of our team, and thankfully he said okay. We look forward to many fun episodes with Justin in the months ahead. Now, there are more changes that we are going to announce on next week's show, so be sure to tune in for that. Also next week, we are going to be giving away the tech mount, uh, phone mount. So uh, you have the opportunity to win that. Go to the Motorcycle Men website at MotorcycleMen.us, and right there on the homepage is the form to fill out. Get on that uh, form and get yourself a chance to win this tech mount. And uh, don't forget to check out our fellow podcasters whose links you can find on our links page on the website. 
all of these podcasters and YouTubers and moto bloggers uh, are out there. They do great things to promote and encourage our sport and passion. And don't forget, be nice to people who don't ride, okay? Because you are the image that they see of motorcycle people, okay? And uh, talk nice about your motorcycle friends because that's the kind of words that they hear. So from Timbuktu, Chris the Joker, and Justin Shoes... And me, Ted, wrong way, your host. Thanks for listening to the Motorcycle Men podcast, where we say stupid crap so you don't have to. Enjoy your ride, kids.